Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, indeed. It is the get right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. I am Reginald Atatula, joined tonight by Blake Elliott. Yes, Erski. Ross Lebensky's on the ones and twos for us. Thank you for rolling with us on this first day of Super Bowl week. Yeah. Man, excited, headed towards uh, February 11th, Chiefs, 49ers, Super Bowl 58. And, of course, now we have sent all the fellas off to Vegas. They're gone. Sean and RJ, KNC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation, all either in Las Vegas, the city is in, or on their way to Las Vegas to give you fantastic broadcasting throughout this week. Headed up to uh, the big game, you know? And so we're going to have for you uh, the next few days, we're also going to check in with those fellas right here on the Get Right, make sure that we keep you uh, connected with what's happening out there, even if we remain in the great Metroplex here in the DFW. Uh, you can always get involved with the program by texting in to the truckwreck.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. You can also see us by searching 105 Through the Fan on YouTube or going to twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Uh, Blake, how's your weekend, my man? It's feeling great right now. Um, kind of gotten some things settled at the house. We got uh, all the old stuff out. Got the new stuff in, went grocery shopping yesterday. So starting to get back in that um that routine. I'm a big routine guy and I've been a lot of out of routine in the last couple months. So it's nice to be back in routine. Yeah, man. Um I I guess I was like, I don't know what I want to say to that in particular. I know that we'll probably talk about it as obviously we'll have sharing time. I have a feeling mm-hmm. that that might come up um over the course of the evening. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah, we got you till eleven PM as we typically do. And so let's have a little fun. Uh let's begin. As it is Super Bowl week, but there's also other things happening. What are you most excited for on this week? Uh, Obviously, Super Bowl, Radio Row, all these guys out there. I can only imagine the amount of guests that they get out of Radio Row. It's typically just, you know, you never know who's rocking around. And these guys on these shows, we know that they like having a lot of fun. They're on a work trip, so they're going to have fun together. Mm -hmm. But then also, they're going to grab folks who are walking around and get a chance to talk to them and have a, a damn good time. So I, I'm, I'm excited for that. But also, you got trade deadline coming up uh, on Thursday of this week. And so 
We're, we're going to see if the Mavs maybe make themselves better this week. And then also, Stars get to start the second half of the NHL season coming off of the All-Star break. That'll They'll get back into action tomorrow. So what are you excited about this week, Blake? Well, first of all, I'm excited to see if Brock Purdy can um, go against the allegations of just being a game manager and if he elevates himself and has this great game against Patrick Mahomes or if he falls. So I think it'll be very interesting to watch that, obviously, Super Bowl in general. Really excited for the halftime show and the ads and the commercials. I think the best part, and I think it, it was either me and you talking about it or me and Alec, but I would prefer watching the Super Bowl at home because that's the best part is the commercials yeah. and the ads and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited to do that. But I think what I'm most keen to, know I'm a hoop lover, Kyrie Irving's back on the floor for the Mavs. So seeing sure. how this new look Mavs is kind of with him back in the lineup. And then the trade deadline, we're going to talk about it later in the show, kind of all the rumors that are going on. So just seeing how all these teams reshape out. I'm a big – when I'm always playing 2K, I love playing like the my GM mode and seeing how the teams go. So I really – I'm interested to see how these teams work out some of their weaknesses and strengths Mm -hmm. and see how these teams stack up. So interested to see the reshuffling and rosters in the NBA. Yeah, I guess it's worth noting. That's a great point. There's three midweek games this week for the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. They're on the road doing a little bit of a New York two-step. They got literally um, actually not in New York. They're hitting the, you know, the East coast real quick because they got the Sixers tonight. They currently are in that game about two minutes left in the first half. They're down 53 to 45. Kyrie is going, as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, Kyrie, Luca, Derek Jones Jr. All playing. It's just Derek Lively, Lively and Exum, and and Exum, of course. Lively getting his nose reset today, so Correct. we'll we'll probably get more information as to when he might return for your Mavs. But yeah, they got this. They'll play again tomorrow night against the Nets. Against the Nets, then they'll get the Knicks on, on Thursday. Thursday. That'll so be a fun one. <laughs> there's, I mean, compared to what I guess I have kind of started viewing as a normal week necessarily. Yeah. You'll usually get maybe like three games in the span of seven yeah. days. They've got obviously they played on the the, uh, the Bucks on Saturday. Yep. They got three games in the middle of the week, and then they'll get the Thunder on Saturday again. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, an, it's a nice back, compact schedule here. Banger Saturday games. You had Bucks at home, and then you get Thunder at home. So if you like going to Mavs games, and speaking of Reggie, do you want to tell them where you were at for the Bucks game? Oh yeah, I was uh, on Media Row. Yes, I actually sir. got out to the I got out to a game this year. It's, yes, sir. It took a good long while, and of course, some of that is because we work nights here, yep. and so <laughs> you know, there's a lot of games there at night. I don't know if you know this. So during the week, not easy to get out to the arena, and then obviously during the during their football season, mm-hmm. I'm posted on a couch. Mm-hmm. Whether it's and Saturday, it is college football Saturday, so starting at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. with a big noon kickoff, right? Oh, yeah. Like where I am there watching college football to all the way to the end, which is why. I have all sorts of nonsense in my head, like uh, becoming a, a odd fan of uh, Noah Fatita oh, there you uh, go. at uh, Arizona this season. And then NFL football, obviously. You know, you sit in front of the red zone, you watch various football all the way through. So that's not, that's kept me from getting out there. But it was fun, man. It was fun mm-hmm. to get out there. Mm-hmm. One of the things that CA always talks about is just the amount of stuff that you don't get to see within the TV broadcast. Yeah. It, it's really highlighted when you're there and you get a feel for all of those things. Um, so, yeah. I think my favorite thing to see at that Bucks game was seeing how far, I don't know if you noticed this, Giannis's brother, Thanasis, was from the bench. Did you see the distance? He was, like, in the tunnel for yeah. most of the game. Like, guys, I'm not kidding. He wasn't, like, two or three feet. It was, like, bench, courtside seats, another row of courtside seats, tunnel starting. Thanasis is at the start of the tunnel for most of the game. I was just like, He's not even, like, in the corner. I was like, he is so far away from the bench. I think I took a video of it. But it was a fun game nonetheless. And we got another 
week of fun activities. Um, I'm ready for these the Super Bowl commercials, man. I'm really I'm I've always been a big fan of those. Uh, so, so most of this week, are you you're mostly excited for the game itself? You're just like, get me to Sunday. Yeah, I, I want to see Brock Purdy in the big one because he got hurt last year, wasn't able to play in these late impact games. So I'm excited to see Brock Purdy because I've been rewatching some of his tape because you know everyone calls him a game manager and all. A lot of conversation around him. So I'm like really trying to like look and see like, is he really just a product of his system? Is he making good throws? A little bit of mix of both. And you get to, the biggest stage you get to do it on is the Super Bowl versus Patrick Mahomes. So I'm excited to see how that goes down. Uh, as I mentioned, we got the guys at Radio Row. I'm super excited to hear the interviews that oh, come yeah. from Radio Row. And the impromptu interviews, too. Not even the scheduled ones. <laughs> right, right, right. Those are the ones that like you didn't have a chance to prepare for. And yeah. so they just plop someone in front of you. And the things that they shill... Right. And of course, I shouldn't call it that. That's probably not the best way of saying it. But, you know, everybody's the reasons why we get some of these stars, because they want to tell you about these products or these services that they uh, that brought them to the to Vegas, to Radio Row and give them mm-hmm. the opportunity to talk to folks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, seeing the various things that are being sold, but then also just like the people that end up there, because obviously you'll get football folks. Mm-hmm. You know that. But just like the the wide reach of folks that end up on Radio Row, you're like, why is this person here again yep. to talk yep. about yep. what? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm here for it. And, of course, we know that they, they end up having a lot of fun uh, on these things. Is there anybody in particular that you want them to interview? You don't have to give an answer. I just didn't know there's anyone like, oh, man, I really hope they can get this guy, announcer, athlete, coach, whatever. I don't, I don't know that there's one that immediately comes to mind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Although one of the things one of the things that's tough about that is that you know you don't know necessarily who's going to have the great personality. Sure. That's one of the things that's fun about Radio Row is that you'll be like this person doesn't have a name that I recognize or that I care about, and you sit down and you listen to them. You're like that was a fantastic interview. Yeah. They they gave you great things, and then sometimes you hope it's not the case, but sometimes you get somebody who in Big theory name. is like, oh man, this is going to be a great interview, and you sit down. And you're like, eh, it was fine. It was middle of the road. And so, yeah, I'm 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 looking for I'm looking forward to that. But then also, those boys having a work trip. Yeah, and work the drama. Trips, I hope some drama comes out of it. You see it. You see it. The, the I, last work trip they went on, I I mean, I could be wrong, but was uh, Broadus doing the parade for the Rangers World Series? Because in case you didn't know, the Rangers are your reigning World Series champions. That's right. But um, yeah, just like Broadus, just having a, a blast over there in Arlington. So I'm looking forward to more of that. Just kind of like. I guess sort of unhinged programming a bit. Just yeah. I think it's going to be so much fun for the guys. I'm so jealous. Strong agree. Now that does raise a question for me, though. Does that count as road tr- oh, oh, a work trip? Right, like the fact that they were at the uh, the parade. Because I feel like a work trip, you got to spend the night, right? Yeah, that and you actually have to like sort of travel. And I don't consider driving 30 miles to Arlington (laughs) a work trip. (laughs) And for some folks, it wasn't a drive 30 minutes because they live in Arlington or in that on, you know, in the Fort Worth side of Mm -hmm. things. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not just Dallas around here. It's all the Dallas Fort Worth. Um, And so, yeah, no. I, I, I am interested when when they got these guys in you know in living quarters that something are relatively good's close. Something good come out of it. Let's, let's, something good has to come out of this. I mean, I imagine so. I imagine so. And even if it's just a fun story, especially because this ain't just like the work trip to Indianapolis. Yeah, it's Las Vegas. Yeah, there's okay. somebody's getting drunk, obviously, like hammered. I don't just mean like someone's getting hammered. I'm assuming. I don't know who it's going to be. I'm, I'm interested in that because I feel like our, our boys done grown up. I don't know. So I'm you, like, think, you think nobody's going to get hammered enough for it to be a story? I'm not talking about regular two, three drinks in their drive. Are I'm you talking, talking like on air or no, just like one night? No, they're not that figures. No, no, no. I'm but, just talking about like uh, a little bit late to production meeting. You know, had a little too much to drink the night before. This is a great point that comes in on the Twitch. Bobby will. 
Like, I was starting to think, it was like, Chop is, you know, engaged and all of those things. Uh, you know, Chiafalo. I, I want to say Bobby pledged not to because he got so drunk last time that his stomach was hurting and he didn't want to talk. And he was, it was on the little. I do remember him yeah. saying that. You're absolutely He's right. He's like, I'm not going to drink that much ever, especially at the media party. I believe that to a point. <laughs> he, I don't think he'll do it at the media party. But elsewhere, I don't know, man. But I've, I've seen Bobby have a good time and Bobby has a good time. And so I'm interested in seeing if if that if that slides into that place. But yeah, Bobby Bobby can get to that place. Anybody getting arrested? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. okay. No, these these dudes I mean, got sense. I mean, last time I was on with Chambers, well, I, Will Chambers was telling me his story of him getting arrested. So, but Chambers staying here. Chamber, Chambers Chambers, is Chambers staying not going. Here. To that was going to be my question. We were, we were like, Will, Will, chill out. We can't, so, we can't, we can't send you out there because you got arrested that one time. We might need to do a segment on that before the show and superlatives on the guys. Most, yeah, the, most likely, most likely to. And just I mean, naming. we're already there. Let, let's let's get into this, right? Who who's mo- who's most likely to lose a whole bunch of money this trip? Um, see, I don't, I don't know everybody super well yet. I I know G Bag decently, but like I've I've interacted with RJ for 15 minutes. Haven't met Sean, K and C for Peaceathon. Not too much. You're, I'm gonna lean on you a little bit for this because we do know that uh, Dawson's planning on getting on these tables. Okay, so who's most likely to lose the most amount of money? Somehow, I think it's Corey Majors. Okay, I'm gonna throw out. Uh, I might lean on you with Corey because I don't. What, maybe Chop might. I was thinking if Chop, Chop gets into that uh, sports book, right? Because I'm thinking like tables. But what if Chop gets in that sports book and starts, you know, yeah. going a uh, degenerate gambler? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I could, for whatever reason, see Broadus being like really good at gambling. Like just like you walk into the, the casino, you know, you're on the floor, and then all of a sudden you see like a crowd, and there's just like Broadus at the center, just mm-hmm. like making a whole bunch mm-hmm. of money mm-hmm. on a game that he's never played before. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing is Broadus, Broadus strikes me as the dude in the buddy cop movie that somehow ends up at the poker table or not even the, the craps table. People are loving this. People are, we're getting Bobby Woolchuck, Bobby Woolchuck, choppy, is it choppy, Bobby lose all his money. <laughs> Y'all are great. Yeah. What's yeah. another what's another superlative? We got losing money, we got getting drunk. Yeah, what 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 are the uh oh I was about to say, what are the what are the telltale things or what are the uh the tried and true things that we think about with Las Vegas? And the I'm first one that came to mind for me is not one that I want to talk about on air for them gentlemen, right? Like uh I don't I don't wanna I don't want to get me to those by places. one second. Yeah, yeah, you were there as well? Okay, very good. Very good. I'm just gonna skip right over that because look Use your imagination. Um, yeah, legal, less than legal, who knows? Uh, no, I, I imagine they'll have a fun time, especially because like Vegas and I, I don't remember who was talking about it earlier. Actually, it was, a uh, Roger Goodell within the context of the, the state of the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, that they do every, every Super Bowl week, mm-hmm. they'll start it off with Roger Goodell answering okay. a whole bunch of questions with the media. Who's most likely to mess up an interview? Like say they have one planned and then they do too much or not enough. Like they, they call them the wrong name or they don't show up on time. Or they fumble the mic because I remember they sent Chia follow around. He did a great job with the like with Carter when they were getting doing the walk around interviews. Like if someone was to get yeah. put in a position, who who's messing that up? I don't I don't know. Who they're is, all professionals. Yeah, I was like just, they're all, they're all pros. I don't know. Most likely, <laughs> I, was, I was probably gonna say Chia follow because he's probably trying to trying to you know have a lot of fun with it. And he does and a little take too to much him, like a coach. Yeah, maybe. Um, somebody also throws out Bobby. I feel like Bobby's gonna be a good answer here. I don't think. <laughs> Like Bobby might blow up an interview if if he has beef. Like that's that's just the thing because I don't know if anybody remembers last year there was there might have been a little bit of beef uh, on Radio Row. Um, Someone said Mike Bassick. 
Mike would definitely messing up an interview. That's fair. Yeah, that's kind of where I was that's leaning. A possibility. Just like, but not like messing it up, but just like fumbling like the name or something. Just being <laughs> oh like, well, yeah, name names are not names are not Mike's strong suit. What's the, what's what's another suppose? Is showing up late kind of the same as getting drunk? No, because okay, so, there's all the, there's all sorts of reasons. Okay, you so show who, up late. who's who's gonna have the most late times? And we're saying late is you got to be there on the dot. So even a minute after is considered late. In this, in this, oh, like for the show, I don't think anybody. No, no, not late. for the show. Just like for just, anything. just for for what they where they need to be. Being being timely within the trip. <sighs> this is tough because I have not been on the work trip with none yeah. of these boys, yeah. so I I haven't seen it in. We're, we're just guessing. I haven't seen it in action, right? So that's that's where that gets a little tough because um, I don't remember who who has you know okay who's lacks the, lacks thoughts on uh on target. Who's the most punctual? We'll work backwards, Kevin. Kevin's the most punctual? Okay. That I can think of right now, I imagine. Now let's do the morning show out of those three. Who's the most punctual? Probably Sean, I'm guessing. Okay. He seemed like he would be the most punctual. Okay, let's let's listen. Whenever I did Sean and RJ, he was the first one here. He's got to get inside. You did the shows. Okay, what about for G-Bag? Can we eliminate another? Who's the second most punctual? Or do we even say the first? Broadus is the most punctual on G-Bag. Broadus? Yeah. Are we throwing Dawson in the two? So it's between Chief and Wolchuk for being. Well, this is the thing. I, I think I think that Dawson is going to be on these tables, and there's a possibility he might could maybe get carried away. I'm not saying he will, just a possibility, right? Okay. If if Lady Luck shows up and is on his shoulder, okay, this, show might have to wait for this. A is a bit. good That's one all I'm saying. from the eight one seven. Who is the person on the show to have the most popular person get it like get an interview with the most well known person? Bobby. Bobby. Okay. See, we we were talking about Bobby for late, drunk. Y'all were getting on him, but now we're also saying high floor, low ceiling. There, there you go. High variance player, Bobby Belt. That's <laughs> he, that's what we know. He can get you the best interview. Who's in the two? I'm thinking maybe Broadish, just connections. Yeah, Broadish got some connections around there. Um, I don't know if CA is going, but I was going to say him. No, CA stay. You know, Mavs, Mavs, Mavs need their PA. Yeah, Come on, fair, man. Fair. What's happening, man? True they change. Just, they just going no PA. Um, from the <laughs> – I love the 972. You picked up what I was putting down. I will not get into that. But, yes, the <laughs> oldest professional uh, is only legal outside of semi- city limits. Yes, that is that is right. Um, the real question is, will Sean kill Bobby? <laughs> That's that's a good question. We might I, have two dramas ever flowing. That's right, right. Who 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 gets spicy? And look, ultimately, I don't know that I could predict that. We're just gonna have to listen all week. <laughs> Super Bowl Radio Road, uh, G Bag just uh, getting on a flight. So Sean and RJ, KNC Masterpiece, G Bag Nation, all going to be in Las Vegas. Take you up to Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Should be a really fun week. In addition to the fact that the stars back in action after All Star break, starting tomorrow, and of course your Mavs. Few games and the trade deadline on Thursday. Going to be a fun week, and I'm excited to roll through it here with you right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, uh, Dan Campbell has his defensive coordinator. His name is Joe Wade Jr., so that one's off the table for your uh, Dallas Cowboys. How comfortable are you with who seems to be the presumable favorite for this defensive coordinator job, Mike Zimmer? Let's have that discussion next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. I'm Reginald Datatulo alongside Blake Elliott. Yesersky. Ross Lebinski on the ones and twos. Thank you, uh, sir. And thank you guys for rolling with us on a Monday evening in the Metroplex. Got to clean something up. I feel like for the last, I don't know, two, three weeks, every time I think in my head, Dan Quinn, the words that come out of my mouth are Dan Campbell. Mm. So the question that we are asking you is with Dan Quinn, Hiring Joe Witt Jr. <laughs> to the Washington Commanders. Are you comfortable with Mike Zimmer, who seems to be the likely candidate, 
most likely candidate for the Cowboys defense coordinator job. 877-881-1053. That is the number of the truckwreck.com text line. You can also catch us on YouTube, 105 Through the Fan, or twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. Your Mavs currently in action in Philadelphia. They hooping. Uh, yeah, they're taking on the Sixers in there. They're staying in. Of course, remember, no Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. the reigning MVP in this game, as he had uh, is in need of surgery for his knee injury that happened last week. But your Mavs keeping it close. In fact, tightening it up. It had opened up a little bit. It is now simply a four-point lead, 57-53. Uh, they just started the third quarter. But, yeah, uh, Dallas Cowboys, I think the presumable – like the presumable easy choice once Dan Quinn was uh, hired for the Washington Commandos job was Joey Jr., right? He had been your, um, he had stepped in and been the acting defensive coordinator when Dan Quinn had become the acting head coach mm-hmm. um, pre- previously with the Cowboys. Understand the system, understands the players that you have and the player profile that you have. And so it seemed like that would be the easy, you know, hire should he be available. But Earlier today, you know, he cancels cancels the interview that he had with the Cowboys for today, and he go or not even earlier today this weekend. Yep, he does that and he accepts the opportunity to become the defensive coordinator with your rival, the Washington Commanders. Obviously, following Dan Quinn, and so the only other in-house candidate that you imagine is up there would be Al Harris. Yeah. We're not certain. There's still some. Um, some murkiness around that, but Mike Zimmer is a name that we know is coming in to interview with your Dallas Cowboys, along with Ron Rivera. Those are the names that come to mind immediately, and Mike Zimmer has been one that has been talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. He seems to be the presumptive favorite as of right now, if we were just putting odds on it. And so I'm interested in seeing how comfortable folks are with this idea as he's become more and more prominent, especially over the weekend, in this uh, as a possibility for, for taking over this role. Uh, so me personally, and I've talked about this before on the show, I feel pretty comfortable with him mm-hmm. as my defensive coordinator. Now, people have to remember, I know some people are like, well, why, why was he sitting on there? If you do a little bit of research, he had some family issues going on, some tragedy he dealt with in his personal and family life, so that's why he hasn't been coaching the last couple of years. Obviously, most recently, the Vikings head coach for a good amount of time. Dan Quinn got hired at the end of the coaching cycle, not even in the middle, last head coaching spot. So, therefore, the Cowboys do not have the plethora of options that some of these other people have. So, you are choosing from guys that were on the couch or were the third, fourth, fifth options for some of these teams. So, I see a lot of people complain, oh, they're just – Throwing the season away. They're just hiring guys off the couch. And I'm like, you got there's a little bit of context behind it. Yeah, but they also are not moving with the level of, I don't know, urgency that would make you think that they are viewing it from that perspective, mm-hmm. right? Jerry Jones has even said pretty explicitly that he is not worried about this timeline and that he's going to take his time. And so with that being the case, it makes you assume that he is not super worried about those other, you know, going and looking at a staff, a team uh, or other team staffs and going, well, what's mm-hmm. the linebacker coach over there? And what's the DB mm-hmm. coach over there? Mm-hmm. What are they looking like? Mm-hmm. Right. It seems like. And of course, when you pair that with the the stat that John Mashota tweeted out last week, that the last uh, defensive coordinator that the Cowboys had that was not previously a head coach was in 2013. Yep. Right. It seems like they That's have a Jerry type. Likes, yeah. They have a type in a way. And uh, Ron Rivera fits that. And Mike Zimmer fits that, but of those two, those both of them, when they were last um, defensive coordinators in particular, have had had good defenses. And obviously, both of those instances have been a little while ago. Um, but both of them, uh, both of them, 
I don't know. Like it's not the same in a way. Ron Rivera, I'm not sure that he gives you a an advantage when it comes uh, to schematics. And I'm starting to get a better profile of the idea that Mike Zimmer seemingly does. I, I like Zimmer for for two reasons. So now that we've put the context on it of why they're looking at those guys, we can get to more specific of Zimmer and whatnot. Okay. For Mike Zimmer in 2014 through 2019, good five-year sample size, EPA per play, number one in the league. Pass EPA, number one in the league. Wait, you, what was the time? Point 2014 to 2019. Okay. When it comes to rush EPA, six in the league. And then the r- rush success, success rate is all about uh, middle to pack, about average, 13 through 16th based on what stat you're looking at. So he was more of a bend, don't break when it comes to that Vikings defense. They would give up some yards here and there, but not giving them as much points getting some splash plays, getting some turnovers, a.k.a. helping the EPA per play success rate. They were still picking up yards. So that's my first thing when it comes to he, – he has proven success doing this. My second – and this is honestly more important than what I just said from the first point. His mentality and putting the teeth in a team and how he carries himself is, I think, what the Dallas Cowboys need. I love Dan Quinn, and I think he's an awesome defensive coordinator, and – there's a great chance that any coordinator you hire is probably not going to be as good as a DQ as Dan Quinn was for the last couple of years. But we have what we have. Dan Quinn was a, and this is wide, widely known, this isn't breaking news, a player's coach. He is going to take the player's side. He's going to shield them from blame. He is going to take it upon himself. Hey, that's on me. That's on the players. He's not going to call a guy out in the media, call him out in the locker room, on the field, rip a guy out the field, whatever whatever that may entail with that uh, tough nose tough enough coaching Mike Zimmer will do that and I've seen plenty of instances of this happening um he is going to be one to call out your defense if they're not playing the right way to say hey that's not the right way we play it doesn't matter if it's your star player or if it's your backup corner or if it's your second string safety or starting middle linebacker or if it's Micah Parsons he is going to hold them accountable now obviously that goes in hand in hand with McCarthy and Jerry giving him kind of that leverage but I think that will be given to him as far as defensive coordinating goes so the mentality that he is going to bring, and Broadus has brought this up a lot, he, he brings teeth to this defense that's missing its teeth. And I feel like more so than scheme, me and Alec talked about, you know, 4-3 traditionally, you need two good defensive tackles, maybe have one, maybe have two, maybe have zero, depending on how you look at Mozzie and Gallimore and uh, Hankins and what they're going to be brought back. But I think scheme will be something they can figure out. But I think more so than anything, a mentality is what's missing from this Dallas Cowboys team, and I feel like Mike Zimmer, out of the options that are out there, gives them the best chance to go, quote-unquote, all-in, as Jerry says. Uh, I hear you when it comes to that mentality portion of it because Mike Zimmer has been a head coach for one. Obviously, Dan Quinn had as well, but which is necessary when you have a head coach who is the offensive play caller. Like, There's only so much that he's going to be able to do um, and kind of being a coach of the defense, so you have to be able to trust. We give you this defense, you're going to be able to handle that, and I imagine that's something you could do with Zimmer. Um, also, this is going to pair nicely with a quote from Harrison Smith. Do you remember Harrison Smith, yep, the safety? Yep, yep. He played with the Vikings uh, under Mike Zimmer and a very good safety at that. He had this quote that I found interesting. Quote, Zimmer um, can be a bit of an acquired taste as a coach, but the safety said uh, playing Zimmer, playing for Zimmer has opened uh, his eyes to how little he knew about football before the two started working together. The coach broadened his understanding of de- defensive football beyond just the responsibilities of his own position. He always kind of let me know that Darren Woodson was his guy, his best safety, 
So I've always kind of been chasing Woody in that way and continue to do so, right? So that's that's Harrison Smith kind of speaking to some of the the ball knowing in a way. And we need that. About Zimmer. What was that first thing you said? The very first sentence. Read that first sentence. A bit of an acquired taste of coach. That's what we need. We don't need a guy that everybody loves him and he just gets along with everybody. He's a super nice guy. That's great. Cowboys don't need anybody else patting them on the back. They don't need that anymore. And that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't think they need anyone else telling them how great they are. They need someone who is an acquired taste who's going to be a little bit more difficult on this, going to tell Micah Parsons that he's doing something wrong or right. And I think Micah's great. That's going to be telling all those linebackers they're filling the wrong gap and that they're going to get benched. We're going to go get someone else like there's too much comfortability around this team. They need a guy with an acquired taste that's going to, for lack of a better word, stick stick their foot Okay. And somewhere else, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, I was, I was about to say, Harry, here, be careful there. But no, I feel what you mean. I hear you. Okay, so that's maybe more of the positive aspect of this idea, uh-huh. right? Maybe possibly the folks that are less comfortable with this idea, and some folks already pop in on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. Um, from the 214, who knows modern football in our front office? And I think that that speaks to the idea of, you're getting an older guy, and it's not just that he's older, but the ideas might be a little bit older, right? And for me, especially in the ways that if I'm going to talk about Mike McCarthy having things that have been in, you know, been on tape and on film since 07, in the ways in which defenses can come through and know the book on these things, Mike Zimmer has been that guy. And so, like, the idea of playing a modern style of football, because as much as you can say people need foots up their rears or what mm-hmm. have you, mm-hmm. what is what was the thing that you would say was the limitation of this defense in that in that playoff game? Of course, not saying that the playoff game was the end all be all, but what would you say the limitation was? Uh, everything. Well, Dan, run, run fits, adjusting motion, mentality. Ultimately, that all gets really bad when you're when you change up your defense entirely. In oh game. yeah, playing nickel and dime doesn't help every play, right? And then on top of that, right? One of the things that we talked about with Dan Quinn was that the results were great, except for these particular circumstances of facing off against one of the modern uh, the NFL offenses, tree. which is the Shanahan tree. And Mike Zimmer ranks very high with that. When it comes to EPA per play, the only person that's better out of the kind of coaching circles that we're looking at was Bill Parcells. I think it was Cowboy Stats and Graphics that put that out the mm-hmm. other day with the EPA per play versus Shanahan Tree versus other coaches. And Dan Quinn was very high on the versus other coaches, very low when it came to Shanahan Tree. 0-9, I believe it's that. 0-9 versus Shanahan 0-6. 0-6, my yeah. bad. 0-6. No problem. Versus Shanahan Tree. And then um, Mike Zimmer was very well-rounded and does very good against the Shanahan Tree. And at this point, I and I differ from Jerry. I'm not thinking of this as an all-in year. If you lose this, do all your assets. And I know everybody loves that theory. Cool, cool, cool. I'm not. Well, in- I mean, sorry. I, just one of the things I do want to point mm-hmm. out is as much as you say all-in, from the 2 and 4 points out, he's taking his time. How much does that strike you as all-in? I don't know that that's an absolute, you know, in yeah. that case. But there's, people have a lot of skepticism on that idea. So I'm not even sure that I we can definitely say that he's all-in. I don't know how he's going to go all-in. I mean, and we, we've kind of discussed a little bit with the cap. You can manipulate the cap, guys. The cap is financing, and it's accounting, and it's numbers, and it's for people that don't have cash over capital. For, for GMs like a Jerry Jones that have plethora of cash, you can move void years in contracts and backload contracts and likely to be earned incentives and not likely to be earned incentives and make it work for your quote-unquote all-in year. I just don't know if what you're building right now is towards that. And I don't know if that's what you should be building towards, but I'm not the GM of the Cowboys, just giving my two cents on it. But I, I, I personally think Zimmer is a decent choice for what you've got in front of you. I understand people want to go younger. 
People want to get this new ideas, and I'm I'm with that. But is that guy is that guy missing? Is that guy available that we're not grabbing? Is there someone that's like, oh man, you should have gotten this guy? Like I don't see that option right there. And if there is, tell me. I mean, there's not immediately that comes to mind, but I think that's that's the the point of a search, right? Is to be able to be able to find that. And I'm I'm not the person that knows yeah. all these staffs <laughs> up and down. They're gonna brought us on the phone. Who's who's the next young right, DC right, right. that's coming up? Right. Uh, but no, I look. I think there's a lot of people that have gotten more comfortable with the Zimmer idea, and then I think also there's there's a lot of folks that see him as like an older guy, and you know maybe possibly not as modern as other options that you could select, as you see a lot of other. Uh, coaches going and opting for younger guys and you know linebackers coaches and pulling them up to defensive coordinator with the the clear indication that you have youth that comes with new fresh ideas and those types of things ultimately whether Zimmer is the guy or not I don't know how much how much people are going to turn back to that as a deciding factor as to how how successful the Cowboys ultimately are so is is your is your temperature on Zimmer based on him in a vacuum of all the coaches that have been hired or when he was hired? Because I'm looking at it in the context of when he was hired and who was available, not yeah. like of all the coaches, who would I have gotten and where does he rank upon defensive coordinators in the NFL right now? Well, here's the problem, right? I understand that you can only work with what you have, mm-hmm. and that works for right now. Mm-hmm. When you get to the point at the end of the 2024 NFL season and the results are what the results are, I don't know how much people are going to look around and say, well, you have to you have to put this in context, right? It was when he was hot, right? Like ultimately, the results have to be what the results are, and I think that's the tough part about this is we've already and we've talked about this already throughout the 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 very early off season that we've gone mm-hmm. through thus far is that none of the stuff that we talk about right now matters until we get to the playoffs, oh, yeah. and so depending on how good this defense is during the season, I'm not sure how much people care until you get to the playoffs and see whatever those one, two, three games ultimately are in those playoffs. And how that team performs. Um, but I, I've gotten comfortable with the idea, especially because Mike Zimmer is comfortable in the organization. Mm-hmm. And I think that that matters as well. This is not a your usual NFL organization. Because if and you're knowing try- the lay of the land and knowing how Jerry works and Jerry knowing how you work matters in this as well. If you're trying to go all in, do you want to bring in someone who has no idea how the organization works and no idea how this defense works? That's kind of hard to go all in with fresh ideas, fresh minds. I get that for moving for the future, which is what Blake wants. But for Jerry, all in, this and this, you want to bring in someone who's comfortable, like we said, with Zimmer. So it makes sense for them to have someone who they don't have to teach. I mean, I'm sure there will be a little bit of a learning curve, but it's not as vast as bringing in a first-time D.C. and this young, new ideas and minds. That's what you do when you're rebuilding or building or you think you're right there. But the Cowboys obviously go to the side of comfortability more times than not. Yeah. I mean, there's an M.O., and they typically don't stray too far from it. And so I know that that gives people a little bit of a frustration when it comes to Zimmer. But I think you're right in pointing out over the course of this segment that there's plenty of things to give you a level of hope with this particular hire, maybe not in the in the grand scheme of things. I think a lot of people have given uh, gotten to a place where they feel good about this. Should Mike Zimmer ultimately become your next defense coordinator? So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's get you – uh, an update around the NFL, including why are the Niners so mad about grass? We'll do it next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, Thanks for rolling with us on a Monday evening in the Metroplex. Your Mavs active in Philadelphia on this uh, Monday. They are currently up 73-72. to 72. It's a tight one with a couple minutes left in the third quarter. We'll keep you up to date with what's happened there and break it down when it ends um, relatively shortly, I imagine. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, we were talking a little bit about Zimmer and the, how he seems to be kind of the most likely candidate to get the defensive coordinator job, at least if you just kind of listen to all the conversations around this. We also got a text in on the truckwreck.com text line that said, why not Al Harris? Mm-hmm. What about making an odd move like uh, Terrell Suggs, which I, I, is that? I, I, I think there was a reason he wasn't heavily in these talks. and. The most I've heard about it, and Broadus spoke about this as well, is he's more of a technique guy rather than an X's and O's guy. Al Harris? Yeah. So I would assume that I'm sure he could make the jump, but he just there's candidates that have done this before, ones with literal head coaching experience that just have a little bit more skins on the wall, and I think they like Al where he's at. But um, I'm sure he'll start the, the conversation will start heating up more and more as he gets – more and more comfortable with his defense. There you go. Uh, let's go around the NFL right now here on the Get Right, and we begin talking about uh, the Super Bowl in a way. Obviously, teams are in uh, the general Vegas area to begin preparing for what is what will be Super Bowl 58 on uh, Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. It'll be broadcast on CBS, but uh, the Niners are upset, and they're upset about some grass. And no, we're not talking about the weed. Yeah. We are talking about literal on the fl- on the floor in some gr- in some dirt grass. Um, as the Niners are very upset with the practice field that they have for the Super Bowl out in in the Vegas area, um, they are practicing at the practice facility for UNLV. Yep. And apparently, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of issues with this because 
the NFL put down a sod field on top of what is a turf field there, right? Typically is a turf field, but they put down sod. However, they only put it down starting last week when the NFL typically has like they have practice fields supposedly supposed to meet st- standards in December. So how do you meet standards in December when you're putting them down in January? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a question that uh the Niners have and to that end they also talk about that there's like a hardness score when it comes to I, this the is field. my favorite. This is my favorite hardness and, score. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, but you know, I mean, like this is a real thing. I don't know how it's tabulated. I'm like, I'm not that smart. I'm not going to pretend like I am either. You're not a agriculture. I I am not. I have very little like uh, is botanist the right word? Like <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't botany. have botany uh, knowledge to that re- regard I, or anything. I, I, I wonder who is. Were they like touching the grass and they're like, all right, score. I'm they're, feeling forty three. Yeah, I imagine it's not just tag. Down that. I, it's got to be some level of like actual machine that measures this. But ultimately, we come down with the number. Um, the the average for NFL fields is seventy eight, and no field is supposed to be less than a seventy. Supposedly, the Niners' field that they are practicing on is considered in the fifties, yep. according to a short source that talked to Adam Schefter. Yep. And so, how, how big of a deal is this? Because I know there's been a lot of conversation about the idea of fields and and grass fields and turf fields and injuries that that might produce. In fact. Roger Goodell and the NFL's, uh, or the state of the NFL address that they were had earlier today, answered questions about the turf and the ideas of FIFA coming and playing in some of these NFL stadiums, uh, you know, making them play on grass, and then they're still going to have NFL games that are on turf. How big of a deal do you view this as? I, I think it's a 9.510 scale big deal. Um, this is the Super Bowl we're talking about. And you're playing on a field that is 20 points below the average score grade. We're talking about practicing, but I, I know, still, yeah. Pra- like I'm saying, like you're practicing on this field. All it takes is for Kittle or Purdy to turn an ankle, and now mm-hmm. the whole Super Bowl is compromised because of a practice field not being taken seriously. Right. Like I, I, I know some people will say this is whining and complaining for the Niners. I like for real, for real, think this is a big deal. This is something that could jeopardize the game. It, it's, it's all cool if nothing happens, but. When it, if you're a Niners fan, which I am not, I, can, I don't want the Niners to win, but I still want it to be a good game. I don't want somebody turning their ankle in practice because they're in a not good playing field and now we have a subpar Super Bowl. So I think that's something that needs to be addressed. And you can't, I don't know uh, why the score is a 50 if it's like bad um, traction and whatnot. So imagine you're trying to run a play where you're doing some motion and some cutting and some zigging. And you're slipping and falling, or somebody is, you're not able to get that traction, you're not able to really run that play game speed. This isn't week two where you're like, oh, we'll just tell that play. We're not. This is a Super Bowl. This is when you pull out all the tricks and stuff and all the reverses and whatnot, or even your standard plays. So I know obviously they're probably not doing shell hitting and running inside zone the week of the Super Bowl, but you're still probably trying to work and design some new plays and integrate some stuff for the last game of the year. And having a below, below subpar practice field is unacceptable for an NFL product. Yeah, I mean, if you are planting the studs of your cleats into the ground and there's a possibility of it slipping underneath you or catching in the wrong way, that opens you up to injuries. And that's kind of the whole idea of, you know, regulating the standard of a field. In fact, like... We talked about this, and I, as I was setting this up, the reason why I set it up in the way that I did is there is a standard that the NFL has that supposedly these fields are not up to. So, you know, that that, that ends up being an issue because you're you're possibly corrupting um, the, the the quality of your product by possibly introducing injuries that did not need to be and there. I think I saw that same report that the 
I know the Chiefs practice field because they're tra- they're practicing at the Raiders Stadium, correct? At, at Allegiant, I believe, and their score was above a seventy-five. It was like an eighty or a seventy-five. So theirs is above the league average. So if they were both at a fifty, I would be mad, but at least it'd be equal. The Chiefs got the good field. How could? How is this something week of the Super Bowl that someone didn't already figure out? Why are we waiting until the team gets there? They're practicing, and they're like, oh, yeah, the field's not really that good. Like, is there no guy that goes out there week before and tests out the field that the NFL team's playing the Super Bowl and practicing on? Let me go ahead and see if the score's good. Well, we're going to wait till the team flies down here and gets all their stuff off the bus and sets up the practice equipment and wait for a report to come out. Like, we got to be more proactive in this, guys. It's funny because – about a week, week and a half ago, the NFL kind of talked about and they were bragging on how the actual playing surface that will be played on uh, at Allegiant Stadium, you know, they have the little the little cart that brings out the, the grass so that mm-hmm. they can grow grass outside and then mm-hmm. roll it in if they need to. Like the Cardinals, yeah. Absolutely. Um, apparently, they made a big deal about how the surface there has been nurtured from sod farm all the way to the Super Bowl and it's been main, maintained very well because, you know, they have the sod father thing last season so they're 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 making a big deal of this as of right now but we'll see if this continues to be a big issue for as we go along with the Niners uh elsewhere around the NFL during that uh state of the NFL union or you know message or conversation press availability that Roger Goodell had he did announce one thing or at least one thing that the Eagles will be the host team in the inaugural Brazil game that'll happen later or I guess next season later this year um, and it'll be on Friday night of kickoff weekend. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, so the Eagles, obviously it'll be a home game for them, and I know the G-Bag guys were talking about this as well, the idea that, I mean, clearly the Cowboys are going to play an away game against the Eagles. There's a possibility that the Cowboys could be this game. Would you like the Cowboys to play in Brazil, or would you be like, nah, I don't want that? I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you, Reg. Cowboys playing Brazil, Brazilian girls pulling up, great game to watch. Keep it as simple as that. Oh, okay, just on the TV is what you're talking about. I was like, I thought you were about to say that you were going to Brazil, and I was like, I where mean, are you getting this I mean, money? I mean, Tim? Tim ain't saying that. <laughs> and Tim wants to send me out to Brazil, you know, just You don't have sure. to worry about it if no, I can tell you I, I, just, I just want to make sure that the, the field, the hardness score is good in Brazil. All right, okay. I don't I just, like where you're going there. I want to make sure the grass okay. is good. All right. All right. Um, I'm not going to segue off of that. I just want to mention, as we continue around the NFL, I did mention Joe Witt Jr., obviously, follows Dan Quinn. Saw that coming. Aha. Dan Quinn to the Washington Commanders. I'm going to get this right eventually. I'm going to fail a few more times, but I'm going to get this right eventually. Dan Quinn to the Commanders to be their new defense coordinator. They also get Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. And did you see what happened with Cliff Kingsbury Cliffy. this weekend? No, what happened? Like, the, the, he was, he was in a way, betrothed to be the offensive coordinator. Oh, with the Raiders. Yes. Okay, yeah. I yes. know something off the field happened. I was like, oh, does something happen? No, right no. And he just he was just like, nah, I would like to remove myself from this. As he had already been like kind of been reported yeah. as the guy. It Everyone like they were reported. This it, out. Was, it had been two days later. Everyone's moved on. And it's it like, seemed like he was like, hey, man, I can go over to Washington. He said second pick. Not second pick. Maybe, Possibility of Caleb. Maybe get going to coaching Kayla Williams, who I was Aiden, just coaching last year. Hold Aiden on. Aiden McDonald, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> let me let me go over there right quick. And so he is the new offensive coordinator. He's done the press conference and everywhere. He's not backing out on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, they, got, they got a nice little staff. That is what. Are, are you a little concerned about the the, the they, commander's uh, offensive coordinator I, who has been seen to be good? I know that uh, Patrick Mahomes is doing a lot of praising yeah, him. Yeah, and then yeah. obviously defensive coaches that know you well. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have to see some innovation i'll tell you this if mike mccarthy's still running that same offense we're gonna get exposed but i i would assume i really would assume 
he's going to have a little bit of tweaks. There's no way that Kellen Moore is in division, that Dan Quinn and, and Joe Witt Jr. are in division, and you don't change anything. Because if you run out with the same thing, it's going to be a long game. It's going to be a long game. I, I'm not couple too, games. You got a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not too concerned because I'm just – They don't got the Jimmies and Joes right now, though. I, yeah, they don't got the Jimmies and Joes. Hey, we're throwing the ball to CD. Do something about it. Hopefully, Mike McCarthy got a little bit of innovation. But at the same time, there is that underlying theory that if they play worse against those teams, these guys know them and Mike didn't innovate. I'm sure the narratives will spin as soon as we lose or win that game. So. And We'll talk about them, Bubba. We will talk about them. Uh, before we go here on Around the NFL, got to give a big, big happy birthday shout-out to Roger the Dodger. Roger Staubach yeah. turned 82 years old today, so obviously big-time shout-out to a Dallas Cowboys legend, some would say an American hero, Roger mm-hmm. Staubach, 82 years old on this day. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Super Bowl 58 Yep, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to win it? Not who will win it. I don't want analysis here. This is not about analysis. This is about raw, visceral feeling. Who do you want to win this game and why? We'll talk about it next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.